Praise God. Let us stand on our feet. Let us sing song 54. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners blood beneath the flood Loose of your guilty stain Loose of your guilty stain Loose of your guilty stain And sinners blind
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Heavenly Father. Once again, Lord, we run to you as our only place of refuge. We are trusting in you, grace and your mercy. Forgive all our sins. Forgive our shortcomings. Let it all be lost and destroyed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Like the Egyptians got lost and destroyed in the Red Sea. Let the red blood of Jesus Christ take away every guilty stain from our and then, Lord, let us be accepted, Lord. In your sight. We surrender ourselves to you. We are weak people and weary people. Who must go along. And we ask for your grace to take over. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us turn to the book of Zachariah. Zachariah chapter 4. Zachariah Esula Eokuna. We shall begin with the first verse. Are you fine? Amen. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that is wakened out of his sleep and said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked. And behold, a candlestick all of gold with a bowel upon the top of it, and his seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof, and two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bowel, and the other upon the left side thereof. So I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? 
Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings crying, Grace, grace unto it. Malaika eyaliyogiranange nakomawo nanzukusanga omuntu bwazukusiwa mutulo nangamba anti olabiyechi nenjogeranti ntunudde eralaba ekikondo kyetabaza ekyazabu chonna nechibyachacho ngachiri waguru kucho netabaza zacho omusanvu etabaza eziri waguru wacho buli tabaza ngeriko emimiro musanvu nemi zaituni ebiri kumabbali eruyi neruyi ogumu kumkono ogwadjo ogwechibya ogumu kumkono gwacho ogwakono nenzira mune ngamba malaika E aliyogera nange nenjogera anti ebyo bichi mukama wange malaika aliyogera nange naddamu nangamba anti tomanye ebyo bwebiri nenjogera anti nedda mukama wange naddamu nangamba anti kino chechigambo kya mukama eri zero babeli ngachogera anti si lwamanyi so si lwabuyinza na ye lwamoyo gwange bwayogera mukama weje Olusozoru nene gwe weyitachi mu masoga zero babeli olibera lusenyi era alireta ejinja eriya waguru ne balirangira ntiliwebwe ekisa liwebwe ekisa muluganda I think the Luganda interpretation is not very good kubanga ejinja sibagama ntiliwebwe ekisa it is not the stone that is saying that let it be, ble- be given the grace. It is Chisa. the grace, the, the, the stone that cries out grace, grace. Chisa. It is the stone that proclaims the grace. I think they put in a lot of human wisdom here. And then they said, how can a stone speak? So they said that it is the it is the stone upon which grace is pronounced. But this stone here it is our Lord Jesus. He is the Lord that was crying grace. So this grace is a human being. May you get seated. A ginger rock this stone a is a person muntu is jesus christ yes christ those of you know the story around the revealing of the seven seals mwe abamanyo olugero oluliwo olwaliwo nga okubembula ko bubonero msanvu kukolebwa how the lord told brother branham engeri mukama jagamba brother branham to go west and he went west to wait upon God. And we in Tucson, Arizona. And then time came. 
when God now was announcing the opening of the seals and seven angels came to him in a constellation and actually they took him up and then uh, he came down and he was told that seven seals are going to be revealed you should go back to Jeffersonville and when they left him there was a blast like of a rocket and there they went and by that constellation of the angels they formed a cloud. And the cloud, it was reported by uh, the media. As a scientific phenomenon. Because that's how the science God puzzled at it. They said a mysterious cloud. And forming in a place where no moist can form a cloud. Where nothing can form a cloud. At the height. And when you turn that cloud. It makes the form of Jesus. The, the face of Jesus. Now. Just the head of Christ. Now. Then the prophet preached messages. Like what is the attraction on the mountain. He he preached messages like look away to Jesus. And in the message attraction to the mount upon the mountain. He said, What is the attraction on this mountain? Rumors everywhere. About a mysterious cloud. What is it? It is the fulfillment of Revelation 10, 1-7. That says, and I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven with a clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire and as he had in his, and he had in his right hand a little book open and he set his right hand, foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. 
and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices I was about to write and I had a voice from heaven saying unto me seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and saw by him that liveth forever and ever who created the heaven and the the things therein are and the earth and the things therein which are written which are therein that there should be be time no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. As he has declared to his servants, the prophet. Now look at this mysterious drama. John saw it in symbol. Like you can see a dream that is future dream. But there is a fulfillment of the dream. Now what John saw got fulfilled on that event on Saturday that took place on Sunset Mount. Isn't it amazing to know that this has been fulfilled in our days? It has already been fulfilled in this age that we live in. That is all about this message. It is the coming of Christ. Look at this angel. He had an open book. That in Revelation 5. It says. And I saw in the right hand of him. That sat upon the throne. A book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And this is sealed book. There it's an open book. Do you know 
this is the very book the same book they are sealed here open he comes down with it open and no man in heaven nor in earth neither under the earth was able to open the book neither to look thereon and I wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book and one of the elders said unto me weep not behold the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David has prevailed to open the book and to lose the seal the seven seal thereof and I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne of the four. And I behold and I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God said, sent forth into all the earth. Nenda ba wakati wentebe nebida mwebina ne wakati wabakadde omwana gwendiga nga imiride nga fanana nge yatibwa nga alina amayembe musanvu na maso musanvu jemyo yo musanvu ejakatonda ejitumibwa monsizona and he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne and when he had taken the book the four beasts and four and twenty uh, elders fell down before the lamb having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors which are the prayers of the saints and so he went ahead and opened the, the seals and after opening the seals down he comes with an open book I'm just laying a background. And as he uh, came with that open book, the seventh angel, which is the angel of the seventh church age, which is none other but William Branham. He was on earth when this supernatural angel is coming down. Praise God. And this angel that is coming down is none other but Jesus Christ. Praise God. He comes down. 
to claim the names of all those that he has redeemed because the work of redemption is over they are already redeemed so he comes just to call their names he has interceded for them he redeemed them the work is finished so he comes to call them they come, come we go home it's rapture time that's where we are friends it's rapture time come we go home praise God can you imagine this phenomenon has taken place for us to whom the end of the world is come these words Martin Martin read them Luther read them. Wesley read them. Knox Finney. And all those great men of God read these words. But they did not understand them. They thought somewhere in the future we sound a trumpet and a mighty angel come down from heaven and will be holding an open book and the whole world will see him and today it has happened exactly but in a simple way that no one could tell this is revelation 10 but to the elect your angel your messenger has told you this is what took place on sunset mountain and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven Angel. He comes with the seven angels. And the constellation is in the form of a prayer. The constellation. The constellation of the angels. Not constellation. They came in a form of a pyramid. This, that pyramid there is the headstone that is coming upon the body. That is coming upon the body. Praise God. Because the pyramid 
pyramid did not have a capping stone when Enoch made it because that stone was rejected by the builders and that stone is Jesus Christ now that stone comes in the last days after the church has grown from faith virtue final up to brother kindness that is a body that is a body of Jesus Christ but the head is not here when the head comes down praise God to cap this pyramid to cap the body so that the body and the head is together. And Isaiah prophesied about Jesus. He said a child is born. A son is given to us. His name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God of the and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Meaning the authority and power will be upon the church. But when when the head comes upon the body he puts all his authority upon his body. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Praise God. And the head the head is the leader is the intelligence of the body and as this headstone is coming down it is crying grace chisa grace chisa grace chisa grace chisa He's bringing grace in the darkest moment of time. He is bringing grace. We are living in the time that if it were not or if it's not the grace of God, no one would be saved. No one would be saved. Such a treacherous moment. Such a difficult moment. But for God to save his elect, the elect of the age, he brings special grace. He comes down himself. He comes down himself. And he's crying grace. 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 As he comes down, as the mother eagle coming to rescue the eagles and he's screaming grace. Grace. Don't fear. Don't worry. I'm here. I'm here. Nothing is going to touch you. Nothing is going to defeat you. Nothing is going to fail you. I am here to help your weakness. I am here to make you strong. I am here to bind your broken heart. I am here. I'm bringing grace to you. So that's what the, the 
the headstone is saying grace Chisa. grace Chisa. this is a message of grace when we read it that time we saw that what all that means praise God Amen. Amen. And then we can read a little bit more here. Verse 8 says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zelbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hand shall also finish it. Nate echigambo chamukama ne chijja jendinga chogeranti emikolo emikono ja zerubaberi jirasiza ennyombeyo era ne emikono je jirijimala era olitegera nti mukama weje ye yantuma jemuli this is the finishing time kano kasera ka kamalirizo zerubabel was at the time of the restoration. Zerubabel yali mubiro ebiyo kudizibo mutia. Okukomia woye karu. Malachi four. Malakinya is the restoration time. Eche chisere chokudizibo wo. He comes to restore. Ye ajaku komia wo. Verse ten. For who has despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. Orinyolo kumi orazekali anyarugamba kubanga yani anyomi orunaku orwebi tono kubanga bali sanyuka erabali dabe jinja erigera mungalo zazerbaberi banomusamvu gema sogamukama gadukana monsi zona. Then answered I and said unto him, What are these two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick and upon the left side thereof? And I answered again and said unto him, What be these two olive branches which the through the two golden pipes empty the golden oil out of themselves. Nenzira momurundi ogokubiri nemmogamanti amatabigano abiri machi agemizaituni agali kumabali gemi mwa ebiri ejazabu age malamugoka amafuta agazabu. And he answered me and said, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, no, my Lord. Then said he, these are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. <laughs> No, I don't think you're reading 
abama futa abai mirida awali mukama wensi zona. That's a mistranslation. Amen. Yeah, the anointed ones, the two anointed ones. And the two anointed ones, we saw it's the New and the Old Testament. And they, they gleaned the oil, the anointing into the bowel. The bowel is the church. And then this glean the anointing there. So that the lamps keep burning. Praise God. For Kama not by mind, not by power. But by the spirit of the living God. Now we want to talk about grace. The other time we talked more on uh, those uh, uh, the foundation of this. But today we want to look at the real grace. Because grace is the ability that comes the favor that comes and gives you the strength to be what you would not be. And I think God wants it that way. That whatever we are, whatever we become, we shall not look at ourselves our strength, our wisdom, our goodness. But we shall attribute it and tell it to the grace of God. And that's what we are tonight. Now I want you to listen to this quote. I thought of the grace of God. How that he could do that. Save to the utmost. And then he would take a poor wretch like myself. And give me the opportunity to preach the gospel. And to see others saved. See them healed. See homes that have been broken up, straightened up again. See lives that have been ruined. Made right again. And gave me grace. I thought, oh, it's amazing. Then came to a degraded low squirrel hunter out in the woods. And form himself in the form of the rainbow. Which means the covenant. And the message that he gave me to preach. And form it out there in a covenant. That is behind it. And it will be behind it. 
and he will be behind because the message is of Jesus Christ and his glory. Now he has let me go all the world over the world he has let me go all over the world and to the nations to the millions of people see millions coming to the Lord and accept him as personal Savior. seeing them filled with his goodness and sanctified by his power and see them healed by his great omnipotent power. Then I can cry like the prophet it's not by power. It's not by might. But it's by the spirit of God. Not by education. Not by theology. But by the spirit of God. He saves the people. By the spirit of God He heals the people It's the spirit of God That gives the message to the people It's the spirit of God That confirms the message You see When Zachariah saw This drama Zekaria Boyalaba Akazanyukano of the olive branches gleaning the oil into this bower. Amen. Amina. Then Amen. Amen. He was confirming the, this word. Not by might. Not by power. But by the spirit of the living God. In other words, what you're going to accomplish. It will entirely come by the spirit of the living God. Which is provided by the grace of God. Now when the scripture says not by might. Not by power. Someone can easily interpret it to mean not by the power of God. No. The power of God is the grace of God. But the might and power he's talking about here that it's not by might. It's not by physical might. Are we together? In other words, hey, check your neighbor, check your neighbor whether he's, he's attentive. You don't want him to miss the service. Tell him, wake up. 
So here, the Lord is saying, whatever you're going to accomplish, whatever you're told you're going to have, the victories you're going to receive, it's not by your mind. It will not depend on your mind. Don't look at your education status. That is might. Don't look at your family background. That is might. It's not by your job. That is might. It is not by those that are around you. That is might. It's not by our physical appearance. That is my. It's not by who knows you and who you know. That would be might. It's not by the brothers and sisters and father and uncles. And the aunties around you. Because you can look at the people around you. You say, how will I manage? With the kind of family I have around you. That there you're looking at the mind. Don't look at your income. That would be looking at might. Don't number the army, the number of armies that you have. That is might. And it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the spirit of the living God. Praise God. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we trust in the name of the Lord. That's why it's a very big crime for David to number the children of Israel to carry out a, a, a census. God doesn't number counties army. He weighs their hearts. He weighs the heart that can believe God. And a heavy heart is the one which believes God. We are more than able to take the land. Praise God. We are more than able. 
Like the preacher talked about the spies. The ten spies looked at the power, looked at the might of the enemy. And when they looked at themselves, to them they compared with grasshoppers and a human being. If you want to crush grasshoppers before you, you don't need a gun. You don't need a lungu. You just do this. You just walk over there. So a human being and a grasshopper. These ten spies. They looked at the giants. And they saw for them they were grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb. They looked at the same people the same stature the same size but they looked at the size of their God they were not comparing themselves with the giants they were comparing the giants with their God our God, He opened the Red Sea. Our God, He slew the firstborns in one night. Our God, He is all powerful. He created the heavens and the earth. Amen. In the name of our God, and through our God, we shall do. Triumphant. We shall be triumphant. Amen. Amen. We shall overcome them. They are not a match to our God. We are going in our own strength. We are moving in the strength and the power of our God. The battle is not ours. The battle belongs to our God. That's why we pray. And we bow to our God. That we may not bow before the enemy. And when we bow before our God. Our God moves. One man said. One man said. That prayer. Is the power. That moves the hand. That moves mountains. Prayer. Is the power. That moves the hand. That moves mountains. In other words. When you pray. You are moving the hand of God. And the hand of God. Is able to move the mountains. When you cry to God. You cry to his heart. And when your prayer touches his heart. 
he moves his hand. And when he moves his hand, the mountain that is before you will become a plain. Who are thou great mountain? You will become a plain. You cannot bow before God and bow before your enemy. You better choose whom to bow to. Are you going to bow to your enemy? Or you are going to bow to your God? One time here I preached a sermon that I called. The power of a virtuous woman. And we looked at a number of women who did exploits. Through their husbands. Praise God. We looked at a number of women. We looked at Sarah. Sarah just complain to Abraham. Abraham. Chase away this bond woman. And her child. No man away. For the child of a bond woman. Will not share inheritance. With my child. No And that was it. Abraham had to act. Abraham Then we looked at Esther. Esther in the time, the darkest time for the Jews. A decree was passed. They were going to be killed. And a gallow was erected where they were going to behead Mordecai. And then the Jews Esther, the first wife being their sister they sent her God has put you in the right position at the time like this for a purpose. You are the only one to face the king for the emperor for us. If you don't, our God God will make a way for us. But you'll be in trouble. Yourself. Praise God. For us, our God will make a way. But if you don't, and then Esther took the message. She approached the king at a season when she was the king was not allowed to meet anyone. To meet him at such a season. It meant death. But 
But he said, pray and fast with me three days. I'll go face him. Let me die. If I perish, let me perish. She went and faced him. Because of the prayers of Esther and the children of Israel. She straight, he straight a golden scepter. To her. Like you have found favor. Before my sight. She came in. And she presented her request. She asked to make a feast. And to call Haman. The chief enemy. And they will feast together with the king. And then she in the fish. She introduced her cause. Say, King, my life is a stake. I'm destined, determined to die with all my family. And the king fumed and reacted, Who can do that? And Esther pointed a finger at Haman. This wicked Haman. You know the story. And then she narrated. About that bill. That Haman had designed. Intending to destroy the believers. And then the king ordered Haman to be hanged on the gallows. The gallows he had built to destroy a child of God. He was hanged on the very gallows. Esther had no army to save her people. Esther had no guns to save her people. Esther had no strength to save her people. But Esther knew who to bow to. Esther did not bow to the enemy. But she had a lord, a beloved husband. Whom to bow to. And plead her cause. Oh, I must tell Jesus. Oh, my troubles. I did not bear these burdens alone. If I ask him, he will deliver. Praise God. We the believers also. We have no power. We have no power. To confront our enemy. We dare not. We cannot even move them. 
age. But we have where to go. Praise God. We are the queen. Of, the, of King Jesus. And he has never failed. The mighty Every problem. Every challenge. You know where to go. When you move his heart. Through your petitions. Take your petitions to him. When you move his heart. Your enemy is in trouble. That's how a believer fights his battle. On the knees. In the prayer closing. Oh, praise God. But many times we try to fight We try to fight our battles. We try to struggle to save the situation. Stop. Struggling. Go to the master. There is a man here who can turn on the light. That man is the Holy Ghost. He can turn on the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are surrounding is dim. Dark. You don't know where to turn. I have good news this morning. We have a man. We have a man who can turn all the light. Go to the man who can turn on the light. Make your petitions to that man. Have you tried and tried? Until now you are even tired of trying. Just go to the man. He's our man. He's our man. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let, let me try to quote a few quotes here. Amen. Praise God. He took fishermen. Men who were 
poor and walked the common life. Until there he revealed himself. And said, Follow me. And I'll make you fishers of you. Show that his grace still reached down. Even from the Jews to the Gentiles. To call a prophet for his name in his last days. As we have just been through it. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Grace is all. Now. You want men who are going to shake the world with the gospel who are going to lay the foundation for the New Testament church. And you go to the lake shore you pick Poor fishermen. Yes. That's what he did. To give them his grace. You see, it is the simple. It is the poor that can receive the grace. Are we together with me? Listen. Are we all at pa? Katonda choice ye God is the choice of the wood that he has to use for his work. He uses these simple weak pieces of wood. When he wanted to construct Noah's ark, he told him that you should use gopher wood to make the ark. That wood, gopher wood. Gopher. It is not a hard tree as you see this one. Gopher. Gopher. It is a very light tree. It is weak. It is soft. And when you pour water on it, it sips that water. That is the kind of tree that he chose. And then he told me to cut another type of tree that he will remove the back and get the, the glue out of it and boil that glue and pour that on this soft wood. When this soft wood receives this hot glue, it will absorb it. And after absorbing it, it will be filled up. Every curve Every hole, every partition, 
Bujure will be filled up that every hole will be covered up. So it will be that this wood its weight it has the hardness it has it's te- the testimony of this wood says that this hardness ain't mine but it is for the glue that I have swallowed the glue that is within me even you God he wants weaker people the people who have nothing to be proud of when God fills you with his grace his power his life and then you become mighty and you are stronger than the strongest and saying my strength is not a human strength but is for God for the spirit of God and dwells in me not by power neither by mighty but by the Holy Spirit of God Hardy woods. A hard wood is really very hard and sticky. They can't absorb this glue. And when you look at their hardness, their strength is not strong enough to, to hinder floods. Woo. Hallelujah. Have you got that? However hard such a wood is. But it can never be hard enough. To hinder the floods. But if there is glue therein. That glue will hinder and prevent the floods. Meaning, a man in their much wisdom is stupid. A man in their much strength, like Goliath, he is mighty, he is weak. But God. The strength of God, nothing is comparable to it. Meaning that what will give this man strength it is to have the Spirit of God therein. And the Spirit of God, he can, those people who can, who can seep the Spirit in them, the people who can absorb the Spirit are the weak. Then Paul said that I've learned this. When I am weak, that is when I'm stronger. When I am weak, that is when I'm stronger. Do you know why? The prophet preached a sermon which he called the perfect strength. 
by perfect weakness. When you are you have the perfect, you are perfectly weak. That is when now you are perfectly strong. Why? It is the weak that can absorb. It is the weak that can yield to the Spirit of God. These great intellects they are so hard to yield unto the spirit of God that they are professors professor professor of Kamere to bow and kneel down and weep and then tears flow that they will even join the mucus have you ever cried such a cry they are crying over tears and mucus together. The mucus joining the tears in, the, in your crying. When you cry, the eyes release, the nose releases also. A professor wouldn't have such kind of crying. But the Bible says that blessed are they who weep. Blessed are they who weep. For they will be encouraged. Praise God. You rather go to the house of those that are weeping. Than to the house of them that are rejoicing. Omugaga, a wealthy, a mighty big investor in Uganda. Come here and weep such kind of weeping. Come here and stays in the overnight all night long. Then a simple preacher comes to preach. And then Wathamuno's son becomes on the altar and then kneel there and cry unto God to help him. A son of a prominent investor in, you, in this country. That is so hard. That is, that is why even those countries that never developed they, those countries which are very developed they have no God there the rich have no God the intellectuals have no God why they lean on their strength. The wealth people who have God don't misunderstand me that I'm preaching a poverty gospel. 
The wealthy men who have God are those that have gotten rich in God. If you have understood that, say Amen. We can become rich. But how did he meet us? In which state were we in when he met us? He takes the poor from the, from the mild clay and lifts them up and makes them sit with priests, with nobles. Amen. Amen. He, tell, he says to David, remember from where I got you from. I got you from that where you were looking after your father's sheep. David was brought stinking sheep smell. A younger sheep herder dwelling there in the fields. Christmas meets them in the fields. Easter finds him in the fields. If there is a feast at home, for him is in the fields. The only language he can speak is the field language. He never went to school because he's always in the field. That is where he brought him from and brought him and gave him a name. That is a name above all the human kings that have ever lived on earth. He himself gets you from there. We have intellectuals. Not just intellectuals. We have educated people. But God is the one who got hold of them when they were nothing. They went to school and then they reached where they are. That is what we have. But these ones who were found when they were already rich, they are prominent. Rarely. Rarely. Do they stoop to where Christ is? Once Christ Praise God. Perfect strength by perfect weakness. When I'm weak, I'm strong. Because it is the weak that are ready for God is great. That is why sometimes God he brings challenges in our lives. So that we are not proud of who we are. And if the Lord wants to remain using you, even if He puts you from down and lifts you high, if He sees that where He has put you, it looks you will be proud of yourself. 
Then he breaks a certain bone in you. So that you leak. You walk leaping. Paul said, Lord, put a thorn in my flesh. And many other times I pleaded to him that he may take it and heal it out of me. When I cried to him, he told me, let my grace be sufficient because my strength is revealed in weakness. And then he said, for that, I am proud in my weakness. Is somebody being encouraged by the Spirit of God tonight? I am proud of my weakness. Listen. Paul he says that this was brought by the multitude of the revelation that God gave him. That he took him into the third heavens. Nobody had ever reached there. Do you know that the Lord used Brother Branham a lot? Even he took him to heaven. But Brother Branham says that in me I went in the second heaven and I saw things that I cannot cannot use human comprehension to explain so that people can understand. And he said, how much is it for Paul who went in the third heaven? When God is so that he had given his servant such abundant grace, he had shown a lot of wondrous things to him. And then he knew that this will bring pride in him. I think we are together. And then he put a stone in his flesh. Brother Branham says it was the eye that used to flow with water. He had a sick eye. There would be water flowing out of it always. Probably some other time they would be coming uh, uh, pass out of this same eye. Pastor Paul would be preaching. And then it starts water, oh, oh, pass starts moving out of the eye. And then it comes to try to dry it out. That one brought him down. And it was indicating to him that he was just human. Who is nothing. He remembered the dead people that had rose. The lame that walked. 
He saw himself having gone to the third heaven. Instead of saying, oh, I'm might. He said, if I'm mighty, why is my eye not getting healed? Then because of that, I'm not anything much. I'm wretched and miserable. But all that has been performed is the grace of God. I will not boast in anything. No gifts, no power, no wisdom. But I will boast in Jesus Christ. His death and resurrection. Sirina chenja kwenye miriza mchona wabla njia kwenye miriza ngamu Yesu okufa kwenokuzokira kwe no gifts tewari birabo you know you can boast in a gift omani chira bocho sabolo chenye miriza mnewe I have a special gift na ogamanzi ni ne chira bichenja uro I have a special gift ni chira bichenja uro I'm wise eh ni mugez I'm a great preacher ni mubudi zuaman I am this ni chino let me tell you, brethren. There is something very amazing about a gift. I cannot talk about other gifts that I don't have. I'll talk about a preacher. How you stand and start talking a few things about the word of God. And it's like a, an intelligence that takes over. And starts flowing you through the scripture. Dovetailing this and this. Sometimes you say Amen, because of not what you have said. But because of what you are about to say. That God has shown you. Let me tell you, preaching is not a, a natural ability. It's not that gift is unique. Now, when it is operating in you, you can easily think that you are a special person. But, when you look at so many shortfalls that are around you especially me now and you see how wretched you are how miserable you are. that's what makes you know that I am nothing 
So you can boss because of a gift. Kati, or some kind of power. Or some kinds of, of wisdom. But the writer, the songwriter said, I will not boast in wisdom. No gifts, no power. But I will boast in Jesus Christ. His death and resurrection. That's where God wants us. And for you to stay there, God allows a lot of vacuums. Vacuums. Putting in a position that can absorb to absorb his grace. I'm never able to preach this message the way it should go. Praise God. We are about to close. He took fishermen. Men who were poor and walked the common life. You know a common man. He's a person like where we were in the introduction. Uh, the, 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 the people who stay on that village. That is the common man. You can bypass them. And even say goodbye, sir. You only look, take a glimpse on them and there is even nothing that can make you look at them for the second time. Because he's a common person. These great famous people, you can look at them and you want to look at them again. You want to come closer to them. Thinking that there is something in them. He's a human. If Museven could come around there, you will see people who are distant trying to press on to come so that they can watch him better. If he wasn't a president and he, would, he was a farmer, people would, take, would just look at him once. They would even say bye without even looking at him. He is a common man. He has nothing different in him. But what is upon him is the honor, strip the glory. It, strip it from of him. 
is a common person. So Jesus chose common men. Men who were poor walked the, walked the common life. And there he revealed himself and said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. So that his grace is rich down even from the Jews to the Gentiles. To call people for his name in these last days as we have just been through it. Amazing grace. How sweet the song. Praise God. Grace is old. Grace is as old as the world is. Grace was first shown to the human race when we had a beginning of the human race. When the human race was first created in the Garden of Eden, on that dark morning when that little woman stepped across the separating line, and had gone against God's commandments and enticed her husband to do the same thing. Then the law was broken. The law must have a penalty or it isn't no law. And the law was the day you eat thereof, that day you shall surely Remember the first judgment set was upon the earth. And it was in the garden of Eden. And the last judgment seat will be upon the earth. At the end time. The white throne. But when Jehovah came down, I could imagine there wasn't even a star to shine. It was so dark in that light little garden that once was because sin had blotted it out and had taken the light from among them. That's what the matter with the churches today. That's what the matter with the people today. Sin has blotted out the light of the living God to show that Christ is still the same yesterday done forever. And, and he lives to save the utmost. 
Darkness hanging in the garden. I'll imagine fog of black sackcloth. I'll imagine every leaf never moved. There was, there was no wind stirring. It was darkness and terrible because sin had blotted out. There came Jehovah down like a roar of thunder. Walking through the garden, cried. Adam, Naita Adam, where thou? Jolly. That's when Adam realized he was naked. Adam And he had sinned before God. He himself and trying to make himself a religion. But he didn't work. God killed some sheep. Took the skins and showed that something had to die to cover sin. Joining church will never cover sin. Dry eyed confession will never cover sin. It takes sorrow and repentance and the grace of God to cover sin. For the blood of Jesus Christ, the one that God killed at Calvary, to cover sin. We are in the garden that morning when sin was so black. Jehovah came in there stood his cup of standing condemned. There would be no more human race. They had to die. Death on the human race. Given the world back to wild beasts. And there would be no human race. I would not be here. You would not be here. But in that darkest of hour, do you know you had sinned? When Adam sinned, Adam you sinned. Because you were in him. Adam. You were supposed to die. But in that darkest time of time, 
in that time when all hopes was gone grace came pouring through said I will give you a savior a messiah Oh, it's wonderful how grace could ever do it. God is amazing grace in the Garden of Eden. And give them the promise of a just one. One who could come through the woman. The woman's seed shall bruise the serpent's head. The, the guilty one. And his head shall bruise her heel. But shall so there be an affliction to the church. But the promised, but he promised a triumph. What a provided a savior. Grace. Grace accepted a substitute. That another will die for another. What could they so merit? What could they so to merit grace? What could they so to do it? The army expression, excuse it, I only want to make it from my pulpit here to make a point. There is a way to say he says he wants to make it in the pulpit. To make it to make a point. Point the back. Passing the back. Adam said Adam Yagamba. The woman you give me did it. The woman said the serpent beguiled me. One lady to another. There was no hopes for them. They didn't even repent. Each one was pointing at the other. But God provided grace. And it came breaking through. And he said, but I'll make a way. Somehow. I'll save you. Regardless. You've done wrong. We have trespassed my laws. And my laws will have to be but judgment from my laws will have to be executed. Therefore, there will have to be death because I've said death. Now, my Christian friends, and these tapes here that's being made with 
spread across the world. Always listen and put the point the way it is. And these tapes here that being made will spread spread the world. Let me ask you something. You who try to make God be three gods. Or you who try to make him to be one like your finger. He is one in person. It will not be right for God to make an angel die. He could not be the right kind of a judge. And make an angel die for a human being. That still doesn't cure it. Because his great Lord demanded death. And something is good to die. And an angel can't die. Neither could he say if. Because you've caused Adam to do this. I'll make you die. Let Adam live. Because Adam was a was partaker also. Like someone said, Pilate was justified. He washed his hands. You can't wash the blood of Jesus Christ off your hands. You will never leave this building this morning and go to heaven if you die in your sins. It's on your hands. There was only one just way. There is only one way that God could be. God is great law demands could be made. He had to meet it himself. He had to do it. God is a spirit and can't die. God is a spirit and he can't die. So God had to be made man. And he died in human flesh. In the form of a man called Jesus Christ. And that was the promised Messiah. That brought the grace. There where you see that God and Christ the same person. Listen. God said. The unchanging God said. That if you do this. You will surely die. And God must keep his word. A man has done it. A man must die. But the grace wanted me to get saved. Me who deserved death. Grace desired me to live. 
Yet the word must be fulfilled. Now who will pay? The debt must be paid. The angel wouldn't pay for that debt. The angel can't die. He is a spirit. And why would an angel die? Yet this issue is between me and God. God won't be faithful there to bring somebody who is not concerned about the case. You who put that law and the one who has broken it, it is about both of you. Not the other one who is not concerned. Are we together? You who put the law. And the other one who has broke the law. You and your son. It is about you. You put a law for your son. He has broke it. How dare you bring. A servant a maid from home. To come and pay for your child. How is he, how, how, In which way is he concerned about this? And you are responsible not to break your word. Yet the debt must be surely paid. And the, re- the reward is death. God. Yet he did, because he didn't want to kill his son. He didn't want to kill me. When we talk about Adam, look at yourself. Because Adam's death was meaning your death too. You were in Adam. If Adam dies, there wouldn't be any human race on earth. All of us would have died. God had mercy upon me. And the only thing that would happen is one. Is for God to pay himself. His debt that he put. The debt that he is demanding. He had to pay it himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now he couldn't die because spirits don't die. That is why he had to put on the mortal body. That he come and pays the debt. That is great grace, brethren. That is great grace. Stand on your feet. That is great grace. He paid the price. That I couldn't have paid. I wanted somebody to die in my place. And he was the only one to die in my house. Then he died on my behalf. That is great grace. It is amazing grace. 
That is why John wept when he saw that there was no one worthy to open the book. Because it was the one which had the, 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 the title, the title deed of redemption. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when the Lamb of God got the book and opened the seals thereof, then John shouted with joy. We are free. We are free. Now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can you refuse him? How can you turn away his love? How can you turn away his grace? A pardon is not a pardon. Except it has been accepted You've heard the story I like to tell in the crusades. It was given by Brother Branham. He talks of a boy. The only mother's boy. Who joined a wrong group. And he was told to become a robber. One time, they attacked a woman to rob from her. They murdered her and took away her money. But this time round, police was chasing them. And they caught the boy. They took him to the court of the governor of the state of Chicago. And before the final sentence, the mother of the boy came to the governor to plead for the pardon. First him say governor you could be a parent or you also have parents this is my only son if he dies my candle has gone off I'm a poor woman. I admit he is wrong and is guilty and worthy to die. But have mercy upon me. Forgive him. He shall reform. We shall correct him. He will reform. The governor said, I'll give it a try. 
Let me go and check on the boy. And look at his heart condition. He went to the prison. Putting on ordinary clothes. And he looked like an ordinary human being. And he spoke to the boy. Boy. I want to have a discussion with you. The boy turned away from the governor. Said, don't disturb me. I have enough troubles. And when the governor was treated that way, despised and rejected, he went and made the final conclusion about the matter and when the boy will be hanged. But when he left the prison, the the prison warder through the window spoke to the boy. Do you know the man you have chased away? He said, no. He said, this is the governor who takes the whole of Chicago. He's the only man on earth who has power to pardon you and you go free and to decide for you to die and you die if I were you I would have bowed and pleaded for mercy to give me another chance when the boy heard those words, he cried. He cried. Regretted a million times. The day was hanged. He asked permission to talk to his people who gathered around him. And he said, Mama, and all of you are relatives and friends. Today I'm going to die. But I'm not dying because of the crime that I committed. Why I'm going to die is because of my foolishness. Because one day, I turned away the only man who could forgive me. He died regretting the moment he turned away the governor. Brother Branham said that is the reason why every sinner who will go to hell will go there. Not because of what he did. But because when the governor came from glory to come 
to bring grace and mercy and forgiveness to you. Willing to forgive you of the crimes that Adam did and the crimes that you have done you deserve hell you deserve to be lost and for your own reason and your own excuses you turn him away that's why every sinner will go to hell. And why every sinner will go to heaven will be because he accepted the governor. God does, does not want you to overcome smoking. Katonda tayagala gwe owangule okufuweta sigara or drinking obo wangulo kunyo mwenge all those habits obo kuwangule jo name zejo doesn't want you to overcome them tayagala gwe ojwangule fast mukusoka because it is not you to overcome kubanga sigwali no biwangula he wants you to accept him ayagala gwe omukirize ye Open your life for him. Let him come in. Receive his grace. Receive his pardon. The problems of sin. He will kick them out. He will handle them. He will remove. But you have to accept. His pardon. With our heads bowed. Eyes closed. Maybe there is one sinner here that Jesus is speaking to that would want to accept the pardon. You want to turn away from sin. And receive Jesus. The governor. Oh, your governor. His grace you want to receive. If you are here, raise your hand. God bless you. God bless you all. Come to the altar. The rest pray where you are. Those who have made a decision. You want to accept Christ. You know your life has been contrary. You've been going the wrong way. But now you say, 
I cannot turn away his grace. I accept it. I decided choose him to be my Lord and Savior. I will serve him. I will follow him all the days of my life. I will forsake all other things that are contrary to his word. What he gives me is what I will have. What his word does not allow me, I will not have it. I want to give him full obedience. If you have not been like that, come to the altar. As all of us pray. I want to pray with you. If there isn't, I will pray. You pray for your own condition. Go on. Brother Bram said, Brother Bram Yagamba, when we go to heaven. And we are given mansions. And you hear a voice singing in some small cottage down the hill. Amazing grace. How sweet that sounds. You say glory to God. Poor old Brana made it. Grace that exceeds our sin and guilt. Yonder on Calvary's mount outpoured. There where the blood of the land was spilled. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than no last sin. Sin and despair. Like the sea waves cold threaten the soul with infinite loss. Grace that is greater, yes, grace and tall points to the refuge, the mighty cross. Oh, grace, grace, God's grace, grace that pardon and cleanse with thee. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sin. Dark is the stain that we cannot hide. What can avail to wash it away? Look, there is flowing a crimson tide. 
Whiter than snow you may be today. Oh, grace, grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all. Yes. Dark is the stain that we cannot hide. Why can I fail to wash it away? Look, there is flowing a crimson tide. Oh, white others, no, you may be. Oh, grace, grace, grace. God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all sin. Marvelous, infinite, matchless grace freely bestowed on all who believe. You that are longing to see His face, will you this moment His grace receive? Oh, grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will and cleanse within grace, 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 grace that is greater than all us. Oh, grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within grace, grace, God. Grace that is greater than all blessing.